Honey Hush is a podcast by a Southern businesswoman who knows a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees. Every week, Elizabeth will discuss up-and-coming and established leaders alike how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you're a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush will teach you that the sweeter the honey, the more bees you'll attract. Community is always more fun than competition. The last thing any of us need is another list of what to do in 2023 to make this your year. We know what to do. We are the most overeducated population that has ever lived. Another fancy curated video, perfectly branded post, click here and all your problems will suddenly disappear. Situation is not going to fix what is going on on the inside. But if we know what to do, why are we not doing it? I have my theory and I would love to know your take on it. And for those of you that know me well, you'll be saying, now, isn't this the pot calling the kettle black? (laughs) Yeah, yes, yes it is. I have a few last man standing OGs of the influencer world that I still follow. I'm talking about the women that were raw before they even knew they can make a living telling the truth. And I feel like maybe they're still popular today because they're willing to say what needs to be said and not flowing with the current of whatever trend stirs the waters. This new version ran by women who have not lived enough life yet to have a say-so has really harmed a lot of people. It has nothing to do with age. Life is hard, y'all, and growing up happens to all of us at different stages. There are real problems worse than what's being discussed on social media platforms. Infertility is not clickbait. A child with disabilities is different than not getting into the daycare you were hoping for. Raising teenagers is way different than raising toddlers. Having adult children leave home and reinventing yourself is way harder than arguing with a hormonal teen. Going through divorce, burying parents, digging yourself out of debt, going back to college to get the degree you should have gotten the first time, rebuilding after a complete house fire, selling your dream to settle for mediocrity. Those people have my ear when it comes to grit. Many of us have been misled and misinformed by productions meant to pay people for likes and follows. Exploitation and pulling on emotions has done a disservice to humanity. I'm looking for women of character to follow. Tragedy and disappointment are not the only way to build character, but when I look back at where I was five years ago versus today, I want to confess that tragedy and disappointment have had their way with me, and it's time that I make some sense out of all of it. I want to take the character that has been built and lead from a place of authority and authenticity. But don't we all have excuses, though, for falling for the traps? I would do this, but insert the valid excuse. I would do that, but insert another valid excuse. Our mind is quite convincing when it comes to believing the lame excuses that we swallow as valid because we watch some video of some person with a convincing argument. Why are we not more okay with just saying, I don't want the result that consistent effort would give me? (laughs) Now look, do not misinterpret me as shaming you. Honey Hush episodes are basically conversations that I need to have with myself, that I record and produce, because I know that I'm not the only one needing the processing. I lie to myself all the time too. In fact, today, I was discussing this episode topic with a trusted business friend who happens to be an Enneagram 7. So I full-on expected her to give me a Pollyanna optimistic Enneagram 7 type of response of everybody is just doing the best they can right now. 
that's what I would have expected her to say. But instead, she immediately went to the healthy sides of her one in five alignments and shot it straight with both fact and hard lines. She talked about the lack of discipline is the culprit, that we buy into the easier idea of gentle parenting instead of the hard work of disciplining the child. We buy into the easier idea of treat yourself instead of the hard work of disciplining your budget. We buy into the easier idea of gossiping instead of the hard work of changing the conversation. We take pills instead of changing behaviors. We serve our families through drive-through instead of cooking meals. We take the low-hanging fruit instead of demanding the best of ourselves. Robin Sharma is quoted as saying that success is created through the performance of a few small daily disciplines that stack up over time to produce achievements far beyond anything you could ever plan for. Failure, on the other hand, is just as easy to slip into. Failure is nothing more than the inevitable outcome of a few small acts of daily neglect performed consistently over time so that they take you past the point of no return. Y'all, just as much as I believe all of that to be true, I still want to know why. Why are we selling ourselves out and calling it good? Why has accountability become a thing that people find offensive? The word that has been used by the women of character that I follow on social media is weary. Weary is defined as a feeling of tiredness because of excessive exertion, exhausted in strength, endurance, vigor, or freshness. That really hits home for me. What about you? Are you just too tired to cook? Are you just too tired to go to the gym? Too tired to have the meaningful conversation? Too tired to require first-time obedience from your child? Is it just easier to open a bottle of wine, allow the child to whine, turn on the TV, maybe even hand them an iPad to distract them, and eat the frozen pizza? We have sold out to numbing out. If eating healthy were really important to me, I would do it. If putting out a weekly email to my clients were really important to me, I would do it. If reading a new book every month or cooking healthy meals or being intentional in friendships were important to me, I would do it. You get the point. But somewhere along the line, we have slowly bought into the path of least resistance model while still expecting the path of discipline results. And what makes me even more mad at myself is that I teach mindset patterns every single day to my Enneagram clients. I told y'all this would be a confession. That word weary creeps in. I'm too exhausted to do any of those things. But why? What load am I carrying that is too heavy to bear, or maybe not even mine to carry, that is depleting me of the energy needed to carry what is mine? As an Enneagram 8, I'm very well aware of my type's triggers and unhealthy slippery slopes. I know what conditions I should not tolerate or the types of conditions that make me better. One of my toxic traits is believing in or for things for far too long until I just give up everything altogether and then I'm left with the low-hanging fruit while I slowly rot myself do I think that the slope was greased in 2020 for all of us absolutely but let's get real 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 fast guys it's about to be 2023 2020 did some major damage on all of us collectively but we need to stop with the excuses we should at least be at the point where we can identify what is working for us and what isn't Again, do not insert any sort of shaming here. I'm sick of my own excuses for stuff. I've had some stuff, some things identified for about a year, and I just chose to sit and do nothing about it. I'm not delusional. I don't expect any productivity from it. 
But the apathy is absolutely nothing I've ever experienced before. Can you relate? I actually had someone tell me the other day that they sensed a poverty mindset in me. Me? A poverty mindset? Are you serious? Yeah, she was very serious. And when she explained her reasoning, there was nothing to challenge her on. She was right. I've allowed myself to become undisciplined and it's being projected as a poverty mindset. So what's causing you to be weary? What is zapping you of your internal and external energy? So if I've identified the problem as well as the culprit, how do I change my motivation? How do I say no to the things that take away from my energy and say yes to the things that feed my energy? My personal therapist suggested that I lament. Y'all heard of that word, lamenting? It's different than grieving. Grief is literal sorrow and sadness. Lamenting, though, is the expression of grief. It's the song of grief that is sung on purpose. Grief may last longer, but people experience your lament. Do you have something that you need to lament? Something that you need to get out of your system so that you can move forward? Some things that come to mind are disappointment in a relationship, loss of a friend or family member, an illness that changed everything, chronic pain, being overlooked or forgotten, a permanent rearrangement, something taken away, maybe something was even added without your permission, unexpected debt. Depression is a huge energy sucker. I know that from personal experience and not coming to terms with some of those things leads to depression. Those are all what I would consider valid excuses for not pursuing your personal best. But at what point are you planning on taking back control? The beginning of a new year is as good of a time as any. I'm not trying to be another motivational speaker in your ear telling you that you can do this. But I am the person in your ear that is also at their wit's end, letting another day go by that is less than what I signed up for. I have some very valid excuses for having another glass of wine too, or pressing the snooze button, or not returning that email, or just watching one more episode. But I'm not okay with where those decisions lead me long term. So since I know better, what am I going to do about it? I know that being with positive energy is important, especially when trying to turn the ship back around. Who you spend your time with is of utmost importance. And for me, I have found a home gym coach that is less than a mile from my house that several amazing women that I respect attend in a group setting. I've committed to January. I'm not trying to say I'm going to go every day of January or, you know, until March, whatever. I've committed to January. And if you live in Starville, consider joining us. Amanda Dolan is um, the owner of Empowered Fitness, and she can be found on Instagram at Empowered Fitness and Nutrition. She's going to be sure that we're focused on overall wellness, not just the scale. Even if you don't live here, give her a follow because she's a military wife, cancer survivor that has get dedicated her career to showing females how to be strong from the inside out. And typically, if I start my day with exercise, I make better meal choices and drink more water throughout the day too. I also know that showing up for others is important if I want them to show up for me. So I joined my local chamber of commerce right before Christmas. Not real sure why I waited so long to do that, except for those stupid excuses. <laughs> I love the camaraderie that a town's local chamber offers. So join yours too and find a way to serve your community. You guys also already know that I'm an Arbonne affiliate, but it's high time I start acting like one. I absolutely love the way the products taste and make me feel. 
I need to talk more about them. Not so I can make a commission check each month, but because I made a conscious choice to hook my wagon to another woman in the business that also believes in what this company is all about. It's a full-on wellness company with makeup too that I purchase amazing products from each month for my family. So be on the lookout for more about that. I'm gonna have to decline some invitations, rearrange my kitchen pantry, set up a weekly schedule and actually follow it. None of this is hard, but it takes discipline, self-control, control of myself instead of allowing my environment to control me. I need to make the decision ahead of time so that it is made. Focus on the end goal and remember where my poor choices lead me. There's no room for impulsiveness or emotions. And I know it is going to take effort and practice, not perfection. Y'all, thank you for being a part of this hive. 2022 had amazing things in it. It's not like it was a terrible year, but I want 2023 to be better. And it's going to continue to be about community. And it's going to be about an honest growth of us choosing what's best, not just what's easy. Easy choices get people nowhere. And I would just be, I would just bet though, that you're probably sick of where easy choices are taking you to. (laughs) Nothing like recording a podcast episode and uploading it to the universe to keep me accountable, right? So what I want you to do now is to identify in the present, right now while you're listening, in a real, raw, quick assessment, all right? Immediately, what comes to mind? What relationships are pulling you down? What relationships are lifting you up? I could imagine different scenarios are coming up in your mind. What about emotional habits? What emotional habits are pulling you down? What emotional habits are lifting you up? And guys, here's the thing that really hits home. What daily habits are taking you further away from who you want to be? Versus what daily habits do you have established that are pushing you towards who you want to be? I would love for you to literally write these things down. And then make a post on social media about how you're going to literally and tangibly acknowledge those things. I want you to wage war against the things that take you away from what needs to be lifting you up. Tag me at Honey Hush Hive because I want to encourage you in this. I want us to do this together. Because if you do not make a plan for drastic change and write it down for accountability, you cannot be disappointed when nothing changes and you continue to get the same results. You have a choice and you are in charge of yourself. You are better than mediocre. You deserve more than status quo. You did not wake up to be average. Decide with me right now that 2023 will not include any of the negativity that was included in 2022. For many of you, you need to make a phone call. It might be calling that friend, confessing, asking for forgiveness. Maybe it's calling the therapist, ask for an appointment to talk through some of these feelings. And some of us need to call a mental health provider and schedule an appointment to discuss being on some supporting medication. There's no shame in any action that needs to take place that leads to healing. You matter so much and the world needs what you were created to do. The time of living below your potential is over. Let's join hands and do 2023 together. I do not promise to have any secret juju, but I do promise to be vulnerable and honest as I do the things that I'm asking us to do collectively. Life promises pain, but as Jim Rohn so perfectly penned, we all must suffer one of two things, 
the pain of discipline or the pain of regret and disappointment. You know what you were created to do. Get to doing it. Get to work. And if you're struggling with identifying your life's purpose, send me an email at elizabeth at ebcconsultingllc.com and I will send you a tool that will help you navigate that discovery. Follow along at EBC underscore consulting on Instagram as I kick off 2023 with some tangible items that anyone can do to move towards making this year amazing. Until next time, keep the honey flowing.